Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast featuring the Crop Doctors. Hey folks, Jason Bond and the Crop Doctors Podcast Studio in Stoneville. We got a full house this morning. Tom's here, Whitney's here, and Trent's on the phone. So I guess we're not technically a full house, but no, there's still plenty of seating. We, we are full on the capabilities of the Nog. I guess we could record five. We could do four microphones and a phone. Hadn't done that yet. Let's not do that. Not this morning. No, that's no, that's uh-uh. that's out kicking the coverage. Now nah, we're, we're limited editing, by the funds that you receive editing to the podcast. We got everybody together this morning. This is kind of a spur of the moment episode, but we wanted to talk about the row crop short course, which is coming up next week. So a lot of people know Darren Dodds kind of coordinated that short course for many, many years and, and he has a new job now over the past couple of years. So he's handed off a lot of those responsibilities to Trent and to Whitney. And we all contribute, I think, or at least like to think that we all contribute. But these two folks have kind of done the lion's share of, of prep work on the row crop short course for 2021. So we're going to talk about it a little bit as we go forward. Before we start, Whitney, Tom says I got to ask you, the question so what is the most used app on your phone most used app on my phone probably outlook uh, you're probably right <laughs> not, <laughs> for being practical not all, not all that exciting an answer but yeah you're probably right probably is on my phone too uh, i wouldn't doubt yeah i can't it. argue with that unfortunately and the weather apps even they probably don't even round out the top five to be honest Neither does Twitter. There are some there's some news apps that I would use much more than that, but I won't mention those on the podcast. I guess I don't, you know, a lot of the stuff I do, I just do through the browser. That probably says a lot about me. It's not a big app guy. Or the, the text app, iMessage. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that's I think we all probably live on that one. The mail and the text, that would probably be my two. Okay, Whitney's a real downer. <laughs> didn't come up with anything cool. Well, at least she didn't bring it say, back to work. We need to bring it right back around to work. At least she didn't blow our mind and say something like, "I'm a big TikToker." <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> that would have been met with an excruciatingly yeah. long pause and that would have been on, huh, that work been right on down the, the hall from you. Didn't know anything about that. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That would have been on the other side of the spectrum. Uh, <laughs> No TikTok on this phone. <laughs> oh, darn. So the short course is going to be next week, the 6th, 7th, and 8th of December. Trent, why don't you tell folks, in your in your memory at least, just give folks a little bit of history on the short course because I don't think we've done an actual podcast promoting it You know, in the years past. Obviously, we didn't have the short course last year. And then in years before that, we were just kind of getting started with the podcast. So just kind of relate a little bit of history on how that meeting has evolved into what it is. And Tom and I will try to pick you up there a little bit, too, if we can fill in some gaps and help out. I do remember when it was just the cotton short course. I, uh, that, that was, I was a graduate student at the time, and I remember giving a talk at it when it was just the, the cotton short course, hanging out in Boston Extension Building and you know, I don't remember exactly what year it was, but the group of guys, Darren Dodds, was, was young in his career, I guess. It just started as the cotton specialist, and that group of guys came together and decided to include other crops, so they transitioned it from the cotton short course to the row crop short course. I started in this job not too long after that happened, 
And I remember the, the first couple of, of short courses that I was at as a soybean specialist. You know, we had upper 200, 250 people or so and, and, and still in the boss building. And then a couple of years went by and then all of a sudden we had 500 people in the boss building and outgrew it. And, and so we, we began looking for uh, another place to host the event. And, of course, they had just renovated the, the old cotton mill in Starkville and converted it into a what they call the Cotton Mill Conference Center. And that has, has fit our needs well. And I think 2018 and 2019, both, we had north of 700 people there. I think it was 740 to 750, roughly, in attendance at the event. So it's really grown. You know, of course, we have tons of sponsors that, that come and, and set up booze and give give updates at the meeting and interact with everybody. And it's just a, a good event with a, a lot of people. I think a lot of people look forward to it every year. I know the first year I talked at it, it was still the cotton short course, and we still met in the auditorium embossed. Tom, did you do the cotton short course? I did, and and I'm trying to recall exactly which year. I mean, I started here in 2007, so I wouldn't be surprised if I spoke in the fall of 07 at that, but definitely would have been 08. And I think a lot of that decision to move it to additional crops at that point was just dwindling number of people that were willing to come to just a cotton short course. I'm going to say 2010, and I may be wrong, was the year we've changed from cotton to everything and it might it might have been oh nine i don't know but it, it was it's been in a ballpark of 10 or 12 years now i think 2016 was the first year we moved over to the mill it's been at the or, mill it, since it, i started my it, phd or maybe maybe 17 so i would have been after 15 for okay. sure that, that sounds right the first year was in 15 because that was the year my first kid was born well, so that's, I remember we we were at the mill that that year. Okay, well, that was what I was anchoring it to as well. Trent Emery was born in 2016, and I remember her being just a newborn, a couple of weeks old, uh, and going to the short course to to give my presentation. So, I think it's a great meeting. I know we we've got some stats. I don't know if any of us have them at hand on the the number of attendees but then the number of different states that those attendees represent and i would guess that it's probably several i've heard y'all talk about it at at different points when we've done some planning meetings for the short course but i think it's been become a really popular meeting in the mid-south yeah i don't uh i'll just preface this by saying if darren listens to this don't call me and fact check me but I'm pretty sure that the last uh, short course we had, which was 19, there was 11 states represented. I was going to say 10, and and I couldn't recall the exact number, but that's okay. That makes me feel a little better. I didn't want to misspeak and stick my foot in my mouth about a number that nobody else remembered. And I think it's unique meeting in that it brings in the industry and you get to hear those updates from them, but then it's pretty far-reaching from researchers too. I mean, we always have to, we always like to have a lot of out of state speakers and they really bring a perspective in that's a little bit different than, than what you can get for those of us that live and work in Mississippi. And I think that is really attractive to people. And then of course the, the opportunity to get a lot of CEU credits and kind of a one-stop shop, I think is important for a lot of folks too. Well, and I would think there'd be 
more excitement this year and and I don't I've not looked and I don't have access to the pre-registration numbers but I'm sure that they're probably pretty high at this point just because we did not meet in person last year so as of this morning we were about at 500 okay so there'll be more between now and obviously the short course but well and I think we're getting close to the the, the closing date I mean obviously yeah. we, we recorded this prior to when it's being dropped so 500 is pretty good I'll be the first to admit I have not registered. Usually I register pretty quick, but I have forgotten. Are we supposed to register? Whitney's shaking her head yes. So I, I, I think I think the answer to Jason is yes. They actually send you something in the mail. You actually get an email. You can do it electronic. And registration, if you pre-register, is free. Therefore, you should do that so that we can get a head count for the numbers of meals and how many shrimps they're supposed to get. I bet if you uh, send Miss Kathy Johnson an email, she'll register you yeah. since you're a, a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I assumed that people knew I was going to be there since I was on the program. Let's okay. put it this way. I got an automated email the other day that said, congratulations, you successfully registered for this real course. And I didn't do it. So I'm assuming Kathy did it. <laughs> I registered some people this morning, too. Oh, shoot, Miss Kathy. <laughs> well, then, why don't, email, you, why don't you just go helpful. register yourself? It's pretty simple, Jason. You just click on the link, enter your information, and you're registered. <laughs> Hit go. Uh, too busy editing podcast, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> High dollar podcast editor. Was High that, dollar. Was that the right answer? Oh, an acceptable answer. <laughs> <laughs> In my memory, we've done different things over the years, you know, kind of specialized sessions. For the short course, I know we had one with the WSSA one year, had like a listening session with a lot of farmers. That was pretty successful. Tom, I know y'all did one on plant pathology a few years yeah. ago. We did. I, I want to, must have been 19, to be honest. It was. Yeah, it was we, we did that in 19. Well, you, then y'all did like spray technology one year, didn't you, on yeah. the first day, that first morning, first Monday morning. That right. Was um, the whole morning, if I'm not mistaken. In addition to just general topics that are things that have come up within the the last year or so we've we've oftentimes tried to do things like that as well so Whitney why don't you take a few minutes and just kind of give folks some highlights from the program so that first session that y'all were just talking about this year will be a thrive on section so it'll be talking about we have um we'll have an overview from Bayer about the status and kind of what thrive on technology is and then myself, Angus, University of Arkansas, Ben Thrash are going to all talk about management of this technology. And then Brian Paralisi will be talking about performance and yield of Thrive On. At noon, we'll kick off the actual short course. Briggs Hopson will be our keynote speaker at lunch that Monday. So we'll actually kick off the row crop short course with the senator. And then that afternoon, we'll have the weed science and plant pathology program. So we have guest speakers from NC State, Oklahoma State, uh, University of Arkansas that all be in given various topics. Goes without saying the weed science will take precedence over the plant pathology on that afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's just obvious, right? <clears throat> Maybe to you. <laughs> all right. Pro- proceed, Whitney. So then going into Tuesday morning, we'll have the entomology section starting off that morning. So invited speakers from LSU, again, the University of Arkansas. We'll have Scott Stewart talking about acephate-resistant thrips. And then that afternoon, we will have fertility and irrigation. 
So we're going to have a panel. Drew has put together an irrigation panel with some farmers in the state of Mississippi just to ask, you know, different questions about moisture sensors and other management practices for the audience. So it'll be a different take than maybe what we've done in the past. So it'll be interesting to see that panel. And then Wednesday, we will finish the program with the agronomic section. So Trent and Eric, Brendan will all be given their agronomic updates as well as our econ. And I didn't mention, we also have an invited speaker on Tuesday afternoon that'll be talking about carbon markets. Which is a really big deal or becoming a, a really big deal as of late. I don't know who had that idea this summer when we were at MAIC talking about the program for this meeting, but I think that is an issue that's you hear, I mean, they don't ask me questions about it because I don't know, but I hear questions about it directed at other people. I get odd questions about some of it that I definitely can't answer, but I continue to use the, the typical statement that I'm behind on my reading <laughs> in, in all respects of my life at this point. Some of the non-ag topics we have too, I'll mention these. We have um, wildlife and ag and row crops. We'll have a talk on Tuesday. And then um, we'll also have making conservation pay. So one of Angus and I's former grad students is working in the wildlife department now, and they've been looking at taking some of these areas that aren't yielding as well and putting them into conservation practices, but trying to get a benefit from it. And so they're going to show some modules on that and just give some examples so people are more aware of these of these situations. I think the crossover nature of ag and some of those areas within different quasi-related disciplines is certainly important and definitely something that I think an awful lot of farmers have good questions about at this point. Trent, can you highlight the sponsorship levels that are available for the short course? So we have several different sponsorship levels available that, that each sponsor can select. We'll, they, we, we call them uh, bronze, silver, gold, and uh, platinum and Dr. Allen, I believe, inserted a uh, recommended the insertion of a, a diamond level sponsorship. So each one of these sponsorships just offer different different things. As I mentioned a while ago, we have a lot of sponsors. Uh, we, we have, you know, from from the bronze level, getting recognition, you know, on all the promotional materials and the programs and things of that nature. Uh, we'll have sponsorship booths available for certain sponsor packages we'll have time on the program for product updates uh and as part of other sponsor packages and it will go all the way up to having some a few conference rooms available to some of our our higher level sponsors so uh, a lot of different things to choose from and of course i guess while we're talking about sponsors let me just point out how, how critical these guys are and our ability to host this event so uh, we were talking about the pre-registration and things of that nature. If you if you pre-register by the, the deadline each each year, then registration is free, and that that pre-registration, you know, is is possible because of all these sponsors. Because it takes a lot of effort to provide all the food and and coffee and drinks and and all the the things that go along with this meeting. So we're certainly appreciative to all of our sponsors for everything that they contribute to to this event. I think we're very blessed. At Mississippi State, the interaction that we have with our industry supporters, I think whether you're in Stoneville or in Starkville or, or wherever else, I think the industry is really dialed in to the things that we're doing. And I hope we reciprocate that and, and provide them a, a good product as well. But certainly a lot, if not most of the things that we are able to do 
are only possible because of the support that we get from from our industry and then from our growers too through the checkoff program so we're certainly appreciative of that so whitney just to wrap up give folks the time slots kind of start stop times for the program so if they're if they haven't made their travel plans yet they can kind of plan around that yeah of course so monday that that kickoff session is from nine to noon and the official kickoff of the short course is at noon to five and then we'll have heavy hors d'oeuvres and a band that night at six and then on tuesday we'll start again at eight o'clock and we'll finish at five o'clock the steak and shrimp dinner will be at six again with the live band and then Wednesday will be from 8 until lunch. And I might add that, uh, yeah, I, I'm the last guy on the program, so I took one for the team, just for the record. That's an honored time slot. And unfortunately, those of us that work really closely with you will probably only remember that for a short period of time. That's We're sorry. <laughs> but we appreciate it. We do appreciate it, Trent. Trent, Whitney. Thanks so much for being here today. Talk to us about that. I think that's important. I, I'm I'm excited to go over and and see all the folks again this year. It's nice to be back in person, uh, especially since if you look on Twitter right now, there's there's some other states that are regularly canceling some things already again. With that said, we really appreciate the regular listeners. Keep the comments good, bad, and different coming. They're certainly helpful, and we look forward to seeing you all in Starkville next week. The Mississippi Crop Situation Podcast is a production of Mississippi State University Extension.